This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. You know Kevin McAllister's shopping spree? Um, yes. In Home Alone? Uh-huh. Somebody he uses his dad's credit card, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Somebody did the math on what that would cost in 2023, and people are blown away. So, in 1990, he was rung up for $19.83. And this is American prices. Is this as when well. he just goes to get some groceries? Like when he went and got like a toothbrush and like mac and cheese, Wonder Bread. Okay, yeah, yeah, that scene. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Just to break down what he all bought and what it costs now, and then I'll tell you the difference. So, you got orange juice at 450. Again, American prices. I know you're probably like, I pay six bucks for orange juice. Uh, saran wrap, four fifty. TV dinner at five bucks. Wait, is this the price now? Yeah. Okay. Tide, thirteen dollars. Wonder Bread, three dollars. Uh, frozen mac and cheese, three fifty. Milk, four sixty. Dryer sheets, eight seventy nine. <laughs> Toilet paper, eight bucks. Toy soldiers, uh, nine dollars. I love for- that he bought dryer sheets. <laughs> For a total of $63.89. Once again, in 1990. 19 bucks. 19 bucks. Wow. So just, if you're like, man, your parents giving you attitude, but not saving enough for your retirement, just be like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Times have out. changed. Did you see that he just got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Yeah, and they had a bunch of the cast members show up it to support so, him. So amazing. Like, um, I, I, what's her actual name? Catherine O'Hara? Yeah. She had a speech and she said, what did she say? Something about being home, but never being alone. I don't know. She had like the cutest line at the end. She was tearing up. Macaulay Culkin was tearing up. His wife was tearing up. It was emotional. It was so sweet. Yeah, you really sold that one. I know. I really did screw that up. I actually have no idea what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I have an 11-year-old turning 12 here in a couple weeks. Yeah, a junior high kid. Grade seven. Need to shop for. And it felt easy when she was in elementary school. Yeah. I just don't know. I I don't know. You have to get them things that like other kids in school are talking about, like the trends, right? When the kids come back after Christmas vacation, it's all about showing off something that you got. Even if it's like the same as what all the other kids got. So when you were this age, grade seven, what was like the item that everybody wanted? The fleece gap hoodies. Okay. And you think back now, they were hideous. Hideous. They were so bad. You but see people I wearing those. It. See people wearing those at Walmart still every once in a while. Man, which is fine. Yeah. After actually, you just I called actually, them hideous, you're trying to win people back well, here, but they were. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a fleece gap hoodie. They wouldn't last because they'd get wet and then they're destroyed. Disintegrate. They're nasty. It was no fear shirts for me. That were huge when I was in grade seven, like everywhere. And then No Surrender started coming through. That was like the Superstore ripoff version yeah. or Zellers with the slogans on the back. Like, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Remember those hats? They were like slouch caps, but everybody had one. They were fleece and you could get like black or red and they had like the kangaroo the on Canada, the back. It was, it was like Canada Olympic. Oh. Like the Olympics um, sponsored them for a bit. Roots? I think so. Yeah. You could get red, black, or gray. Everybody had, like, the cool girls in school would wear them. 
and I needed one. It looked so bad on me, but I still wore it. Yeah. So that's what we need to brainstorm here. And it seems like there's a lot of other dads in your position. I noticed in the comment section saying like, I'm commenting so I get notifications to get answers. It seems like one of the top answers is elephant skincare. And I'm like, none of you have zits. None of you have wrinkles. Like you don't need skincare yet. You need water. Also, isn't that illegal? No, sorry. Elephant is a brand. Oh. Uh, but it's a very expensive brand. So like that's the... what all the kids want. I'm like, oh no, parents are screwed. But it was like tusk excretion no, or something. No, no, you never. ladies, you ladies are pretty weird with that stuff, though. Yeah, well, we use uh, beef tallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Which pretty is well. beef fat. Beef fat on your face is uh, incredible I've, for your skin. I've got a lot of that in the freezer if you're interested. Perfect. Yeah. I'll just make my own for you and for Charlie. So if you are... some beef fat for Christmas, ladies. If you're feeling a little bit confused on what to get your kid, it seems like the comment section over at Play 107 on Facebook has all of your answers. Those matching comfy top bottom sets, Costco has the softest and faded colors, super trendy without the large Lulu or aloe price tag. What's an Udi? Apparently Udi's are in. What is that? I've never even heard of it. You got to be careful you don't say something inappropriate here. I know. Stanley Cups. The kids are loving that. Lululemon. Skincare seems to be the top answer. What? It's because they're watching TikToks. They're watching makeup tutorials and they want to test out all of the products that these influencers are um, talking about. You're going to be really mad. What's an Udi? What is it? Well, I know how triggered you get over what were the house coats backwards? Don't. What do you call those again? Um, it starts with an S, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, what were those called? And they were infomercials all the time, and I'd get so mad because I'm like, that's literally just a house coat, but on backwards. What were those called? Snuggy. Snucky. <laughs> what were they called? Again, we got to be careful. We're not saying something inappropriate. They were called s- Snoogles. Snu- Snuck. The text line will come through. But it looks like snuggies. these... Snuggies. Snuggies, yeah. So it looks like Udi's are pretty much Snuggies. You're they're just, lying. They're just huge, so, oversized hoodies. And all the kids, all the junior high kids need one? I don't think you're leaving the house in one of these things. Oh, okay. This is like... like It looks like it would be too big on me for So it's Charlie. a huge hoodie, and it goes down to like their knees. So it's like a dress. Yeah, and you could fit... It looks like probably six or seven ten-year-olds in it. Okay, yeah. Shannon just texted in saying she has a pink kitty one. So adults wear them too. Okay. Again, you might see this at Walmart. Yeah, I would, wear, just, I would wear that to Walmart. Yeah. I went to Walmart recently, braless. And like, <laughs> that's not usually my aesthetic. Right. Just didn't care. The wildest part was you were also in a crop top. So it was just. No, they, I was not. So I was they wearing were a puffy po- jacket. They were poking out the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I was mopping the floors. Just kidding. <laughs> Time for a massive concert announcement that's coming to town, and we've got tickets to give away for the next few days. Today, Mm -hmm. tomorrow, and Thursday, Jake Ryan's got tickets to give away as well. You got it. We've been sitting on this for mm, a couple weeks now. It's been hard to not spill the beans. You ready? Let's do this. I'm just going to hit this button then. Coming to town. Johnny Cash. No. Oh, sorry. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Okay, here it is. Sorry. Carrot Top. You know that Carrot Top doesn't leave Vegas. Celine Dion. Is coming to town. No. That's not it either? No. Is it this one? My personal hero, Weird Al Yankovic. No, but I'd be very excited if that was the answer. Oh, here it is. Michael Jackson. 
Well, that's just disrespectful. Can Millie actually... Vanilli. Ryder. Millie Vanilli. Stop it. Millie Vanilli. Okay. You're going to be able to beat the box office because coming to Commonwealth in August. Aretha Franklin. Ryder. <laughs> coming to Commonwealth Stadium in August. Mr. Corey Feldman, ladies and gentlemen. Corey. Uh, who do I have to talk to to get your mouse taken away? Quit hitting buttons. Okay, I'm done. Put your hands in the air. Freeze. Millie Vanilli. Stop it. Okay. I'm I'm done. We have tickets to give away all week. So does Jake Ryan. Tickets go on sale December 11th. The show is August 31st, 2024. Stop it. Pink is coming to Commonwealth. Featuring? No. Celine Dion. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, Pink is coming to town. In all seriousness, one of the uh, performers of our time. Like, oh, absolutely. If she put you on, don't like Pink, there's something wrong with you. She put on one of the most memorable performances I ever remember. Remember on like the trapeze at the Grammys? Yeah, she like flips around in the air. I've actually seen video footage of her training. Yeah. And she's singing live. There is no lip syncing. She is putting on an entire circus for you. Literally. So, uh, and she's got so many sick jams. So many good songs. So how how do we want to give away a pair of tickets right now? I've got the top seven at seven coming up. Okay. We're going to count down the top seven pink songs as far as charts go. Because there's some significantly awesome songs you may have forgot about. How does that give someone a pair of tickets this morning? You just have to pay attention to it because then <gasps> I'm gonna uh I'm gonna ask a little trivia on the list that I gave. Okay. And if uh if you're right you're qualified. And that's a text com competition. You got just it. text in. So we'll do the top seven at seven and then okay. shortly thereafter I gotta let it marinate for a bit. We'll ask a question from the top seven at seven. All right, we need you to pay attention very, very closely to the top seven at seven today. If you'd like to win tickets to Pink, who we just announced is coming to Commonwealth. Yeah, she's going to be here August 2024. We have tickets to give away all week, and so does Jake Ryan. So lots of chances for you to pick up a pair. So we've got the top seven pink tar chart toppers. <sighs> and I am like in the worst mood right now because these are good songs. But there are 15 more that should have topped the charts. So I, I find it very frustrating. Mm, yeah, you're yelling at me and because calling it my list. I just found the top I know, seven chart toppers. Th they're not the best pink songs. So I'm just upset that the ones that okay. are, are better why didn't hit the top of the charts. Chill. I'm sorry. Chill. Okay. Why don't you do a top seven Lisa's favorite pink songs tomorrow? Yeah, that list will absolutely slap. Okay, cool. I'm okay. And then can we give away tickets doing that? that? Yes, we'll okay. do the exact same thing. There's going to be a trivia question at the end of this. Okay. Get your pen and paper ready. Open the notes section of your phone and pay attention to this top seven. You will have forgotten about some of these songs and their jams. Coming in at number seven for songs that had success for Pink from 2006, we got You in Your Hand. All right. It's a good song. At number uh, six, who knew? I know better because you said forever. 
this is going to be a good concert. Every song yeah, is a yeah. sing-along oh, song. Oh, look who's coming no, around. No, this is a good list. I'm just upset that I have eight more that aren't on this list. That's all I'm saying. At number five, for the top seven pink chart toppers, be paying attention to this list. I'm going to ask you a trivia question about it coming up. And if you get it right, you're qualified for pink tickets. Yep. At number five, we got Try. That's a really cool music video. It's when she started to um, embrace the interpretive dancing. Yeah. Oh, she's so talented. And number four for pink chart toppers, Raise Your Glass from 2010. We have a pair of uh, tickets to give away to Pink. Mm-hmm. You need to be paying attention to the top seven at seven. We have a trivia question coming up right after it. About the list. About the list. And if you're right on the text line, you're qualified for a pair. At number three for top ten Pink, sort of top seven Pink chart toppers, we got Get the Party Started. Nice. Get this party started on a Saturday Shalane just wrote in saying there's a video of someone standing on her chest while she sings Try. Really? I think that's how she trains because she has to like be flipping around in the air and stuff while singing live. She's she's not real. You want to try that? No. In a bit? No. I'll let you pick either role. (laughs) At number two, So What from 2008. I was 18 when that song came out. It had a chokehold on me. Like, we would sing it so hard. It was so good. And at number one for uh, Pink's biggest songs ever, according to the charts, Lisa's favorite seven coming up tomorrow. Yeah, I have a way better list. Just Give Me a Reason. Just give me a reason. Just a little bit enough. Just a second when I'm broken. Just bet and we can learn to love again. It's in the stars. Did you memorize the top seven at seven? What's the question? Are you going to ask it right now? I believe I am. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Everybody that uh, is right on the text line mm-hmm. is qualified to win a pair of pink tickets. She's going to be at Commonwealth in August. 780-784-7107. We'll do the same thing tomorrow with Lisa's list. The question is, what was song number five? Anybody who's right is qualified to win those tickets. Congratulations to Darcy. Our, Darcy, our winner for the pink tickets today. Got another pair tomorrow. Jake Ryan's got some this afternoon. Yes, lots of opportunities to win these tickets leading into the concert, which isn't until August of 2024. Keep in mind, it's not just pink. It's also Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Oh, that is going to be an, an incredible evening. Can you imagine the moment 
where Pink is like, you know, in the office and they're like, okay, who are we thinking for opener? And I'm sure Sheryl Crow like shaped her. Mm-hmm. Imagine being able to get one of your mentors to go on tour with you. Amazing. And give them all the money to come and like just play, hang out with you for hang out, play some jams before you go on stage. Like that's got to be one of the coolest moments. Oh, for sure. I would think it's similar to when a, a professional athlete gets to be on the same line or it's like on when the Connor court Bedard at the same time. Faced off against Sid the Kid. Yeah, to start the NHL season this year. That's yeah. exactly it. That's yeah. that moment. Do people use the paper toilet seat covers? Yeah, if they're not sweaty. What do you mean if they're not? If you're not sweaty? Like if you're sweaty, it just sticks to you. Okay. It's so, like when you go for um, so why are, physical. Why are you sweaty at the airport? I don't know. Long flight. So you wouldn't use one if your ass is sweaty? Yeah. I Okay. Couldn't, I don't know. Didn't expect that answer, I but here we are. I think that's a pretty valid answer. I'm just being honest. No, it's good. I'm glad you're honest. I hover. I don't need the paper sheet. How long can you hover for? However long you need me to hover for. Test her out right now. I'm not going to squat in the studio and test it out. I worked out last night. I did body pump class. I'm sore. I don't believe that you hover. Is, I'm hovering. To be perfectly honest. I hover. I'm a hoverer. What do you do? Do you put the paper down? <laughs> oh, I just sit. Like, to me, I'm like, okay, so one out of every 600 toilets I use has these things available. I'm going to be a real clean boy for this one out of 600. Like, no, I already sit on toilets everywhere I go. I'll wipe. Mm. Like, I'll get a little bit of toilet paper and... You'll wipe the seat down before you go? Give the seat one a one over, yeah. Really? You have time? Don't you have IBS? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's been a few times where I haven't had time to like, see, I'll be honest. Ain't nobody got time for that. But like, what do people do who uh, are germaphobes? I know. I always think about that too. I'm actually quite far away from being a germaphobe mm-hmm. because keep in mind, even when I used to bartend and stuff, when I'd clean up, clean up glasses, I'd like pick them up from the rim. That's disgusting. I know. Right. It's disgusting. Yeah. I just never thought about it or cared. I'd wash my hands and stuff, but. Do you still sometimes use the toilet backwards and then so you can put your phone on the back and watch shows. What do you mean do I still sometimes do it? You're you're in, you're implying that I'm the sitting backwards girl on the toilet. You told me that like if you're really into a show, you'll take it on your phone into the bathroom and you'll sit backwards and watch and sometimes you'll even eat there. You Ryder, said that. Ryder, that is a lie. <laughs> it's time. It's time to bid farewell to something that is near and dear to well, my heart. Yeah. Literally and Figuratively. Uh, Yeah, I think it's time. My body is saying, let it go. Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve you anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a stuffed animal that she's cherished her whole life. It's not a security blanket. Thank goodness it's not a pet. It's not a pet. pet. But I think it's time that we say goodbye properly. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, gathered here today, we find ourselves in the bittersweet position of bidding farewell to sparkles in its short but stylish existence this little jewel adorned lisa's midriff adding a touch of personality and flair to her daily ensemble my belly button ring is trying its hardest to just leave after 17 years my body is beginning to reject it i think it's telling me girl You're turning 34 next year. It's time to move on. 
It was a symbol, a rebellious statement. It exuded my confidence. It showed I was fearless. And it shone brightly, captivating the attention of people everywhere. It witnessed countless moments of joy, laughter, and perhaps a few impromptu dance parties. It was often filled with whiskey, and men could suck the whiskey. That is not true. Ryder, don't ruin the eulogy. What? I am so terrified to die, because what are you going to say at my funeral? You're just making things up. I've never had whiskey in it. In your belly button? Never! Sorry, moving on. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. The belly button ring floated atop flavored vodka. No! As it w- okay. Rest in peace, dear Sparkles. Your time is coming to an end, but the memories you created will forever thread themselves through the fabric of our unconventional yet dazzling lives. Does anybody have, um, what can I do to get it out? Because it's pliers. like, yeah, we, I need some pliers, I think. May you find a new journey, a new dance floor, and continue to sparkle in the universe of endowments. <sighs> Thank you, everyone, for your condolences on the text line so far. It's, it's a hard day for me. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. Grace, first time getting through. You ready to win some money or what? I'm ready. All right. Here's how the game works. You're going to choose either Lisa or myself who will leave the room and not be able to hear round one. In round one, we're going to give you five words. you got 25 seconds to tell us the first word that comes to mind for each of those. We'll try to make them easy. We like giving away a thousand bucks. Yeah, and it's been a while, so fingers crossed that today's the day. We'll invite your teammate yeah. back in. They'll play the same game for everyone that matches. It's 25 bucks, but if you get all five, that thousand bucks is yours. Who are you rolling with today? Perfect. I'm going to go with Lisa. Nice. Good choice. I got some good words here. I'm excited. Okay, I'm ready. I've been sitting on them for a couple days. Let's get to it. The timer will start after I give you the first word, which is polar. Can you repeat that? Polar. P-O-L-A-R. North. Pepperoni. Pizza. Toque. Hat. Tattoo. Sleeve. And study. Cool. Awesome. And then I just need, uh, I didn't catch that first word you said when I said polar. Oh, I said north. North. All right, let's get Lisa back in here. Hook you up with some cash. How do we do? Good. Are we winning money today? We're winning money. It's going to be a test to get to the thousand, but I, I believe in you. Okay, challenge accepted. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say pepperoni? Stick. No. What? Get out of town. Get out of town. You. You. Is the answer what I think it is? Yes. That's why I put it first is because you, it's part of your personality. Grace said pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, answered a little quick there. Maybe just getting a little too fired up. (laughs) What's the first word that comes to mind when I say study? Test. Oh, oh boy. School. I'm unwell. Toque? Head? Oh, no. 
I we we cannot be putting Grace up on the wall. Not with how good her answers were. We no. can't. What was the word that Grace said? Hat. Oh no. Polar. Polar? That's a silly word. That I agree. is such a silly word. Bear. Oh. That's a very good answer. That's what Grace probably is thinking she should have went with. What did Grace yeah. say? She went with north. Oh, I could see why. With the, yeah. with the with the pressure of the twenty five second yeah, timer, yeah. like things get intense near the well, end. Well, even you like looked at me like that was a stupid word, and it was a pretty obvious answer. Is either polar bear or polar vortex? I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Can we please send Grace home a twenty five dollars? I'm gonna cry. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say tattoo? <laughs> Ryder, this has seventeen answers. No, it doesn't. <sighs> Tattoo, tattoo. Ink. Oh, no. <laughs> Grace, we haven't put someone up on the wall of shame in quite some time, but I actually think it should be me. Yeah. I don't think it should be We're Grace. We're not putting you up. We're putting Lisa up We got to give Grace a little Grace. I'll call back. I'll get, I'll get another chance. I was just going to yeah. say, you better call back tomorrow. Maybe imagine if you get through well, again. She didn't win anything, so she doesn't have to wait exactly. that 30 days. That's yeah. what I'm saying here. There is uh, a new term to you. New yes. to you. Well, I was like, have you heard of this term? And Ryder's like, yeah, where have you been? I don't, Well, I didn't know about it. Therefore, I'm assuming there's a percentage of our listeners that also don't know this acronym. Yeah. Is that what you would call it? Yeah. Go it, ahead and say it. <laughs> I don't want to because it seems inappropriate, but it's not. D-I-N-K is what it is. D-I-N-K. And it stands for Double Income No Kids. And it's people online that are bragging about things that they can get away with because they have double income and they're not spending all of their money and their time on kids. Mm -hmm. Which is like, choose your however lifestyle you want to live. But I do think like pushing it into other people's faces and like acting like your superior is never going to be a good look. You know why I think that's happening, though, is because for so long, um, people with kids are able to brag about it. Okay. You know or, what I mean? Or like, like you go to a family gathering, let's say you're like dreading your holiday dinner because your one aunt is always like, so when are you going to have kids? Right. And that can be a really inappropriate question. And for decades, nobody realized that that was a very invasive question to ask so taking ownership yes. of not having kids is great is powerful for sure which i yeah i respect that when people do that it's the videos where they're saying like we're dinks double income no kids so mm -hmm. we're gonna golf 18 holes and not rush home to have to read a bedtime story to someone uh the top comment under their video was imagine a 2000 year bloodline ending because somebody wanted more snacks from costco pretty awesome anyway uh if you are a dink hit us up and let <laughs> us know the number one thing that you like to do as double income no kids you're learning lots of things you just learned about dinks today i did and it's double so, income no kids double income no kids but now we're learning about another term and it's funny because we got Fern on the phone to break it down for us. Mm -hmm. But Brianna wrote in saying, um, you know, we're a pair of dinks, my partner and I. Um, <laughs> but we also have a spoiled husky. We go on two jogs a day with the dog. Fern's going to break down what that means. Yeah, what's a, a sink wad? 
So think quad. So a single income, no kids with a dog. Which is very expensive. Like having a dog is very, not cheap. No, no, it's yeah, very expensive. So you don't get to have the benefits of these dinks, but uh, life's pretty good. <laughs> Definitely don't get the benefit of these things. <laughs> a sink Thank you for teaching us the term, Fern. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Now, for Brianna that wrote in, she's like, well, I'm not single income. Therefore, it would be a dink wad, which is double income <laughs> now we're getting... with dog. Yeah, with a dog. With, with a dog. It's, it's starting to sound too inappropriate but for us not, to go it's, on. It's just an acronym. What are you trying to come up with? Squack ad. What's that? That's what I am. Single parent with a kid and dog. A squack ad. (laughs) Uh, We are joined by Lena. Lena. Oh, I got way too much going on. The music was still playing in the (laughs) There we go. Okay. Lena. Kaleo Collective, yes. you guys got something very awesome going on called Little Santas. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, Little Santas is a one-of-a-kind event here in the city. And there's a lot of focus that's usually placed on Christmas and parents being able to give children gifts at this time of year, which we are big fans of. Mm-hmm. But also, we like to give children the opportunity to get a gift for their single parent at Christmas time. So the Little Santa's event allows children from single parent homes, single moms, single dads to come down and shop in our Little Santa shop where they get to pick a gift for their parent. Um, then they get to take home a little memory maker kit. So this year we've got um, fun, like a cookie kit where they get to take home cookies and icing and do that together as a family so they can bond. And also we do family pictures because sometimes pictures of you and your kids are just hard to come by. So. Mm-hmm. That it's a is really fun event. I incredible initiative. And, and yeah. I, I love that with like single parenting. You're so right about getting like family photos together when like who you give the camera to. I guess you could set it up and set a timer, but having like the more festive vibe mm-hmm. there for yeah. you to pose and stuff. How can people get involved with this if they want to be someone who maybe donates to help out or perhaps is a single parent that wants to have this experience for their kid? Yeah. So the event is um, really close to being full. We've got. Um, thankfully this year we actually had some angel donors that came in and opened up a few more spots for us, which is great because we are at over 500 children already. I know this will be our biggest year ever. Um, so it's great that we still have a few spots open. So if parents are interested in registering for their kids to participate, it is free for families to participate. They can go to our website at, um, littlesantas.ca to get registered. And also, same place for people if you want to make a donation, which would be great. We, um, you know, we're always looking for the community to get involved in any way that they're able to. So donations is obviously one of the biggest ways. Um, You know, we're always looking for cash donations. Um, But also, you know, feel free to share it on your social media or share with your family and friends. Send single parents our way so that we can bless so many families this year at Christmas. And this event really does... Um, have an impact on, on kids. When you see how excited they get to actually be the one to select this gift and then to give it to their parents. How I true mean, is that? Like the pride behind that, being so proud mm-hmm. to watch your parent open it and they don't know what they're getting. That is so special. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times for single parent families, they are 
being the one that has to end up paying for the gift, often having to take their kid. Like, there's a lot of logistics that people don't yeah. think about, right? Yeah. It's true. To get and a gift. Even when you think about uh, the tree and just having the gifts for the parents, or yeah. for the kids, sorry, under the tree, how special that is to round that out a bit with uh, some more gifts there as well. Like, every time the kid would walk by mm -hmm. the wrapped gift, they must just be pumped that yeah. they get to give that to oh, their parents. Oh, yeah. Like, when they come out with their little bag with all the tissue in it, nobody can see. I mean, they just have this little twinkle in their eye because they feel almost like sneaky or mischievous right? yeah They're yeah like, Haha, you actually don't know what's in here yeah that's so um, cute and then you know oftentimes parents are actually really emotional too because you know i remember one year i had a mom who came out and she was crying and her daughter she had never had a gift under the tree and her daughter was like 13 years old right she had never had a gift at christmas so this would be the first year that her daughter was able to do that for her and so we see that families are very touched by the event and of course our heart just is full to overflowing every single year when we do this. Because we love it so much, we actually do something really fun kind of like this at Mother's Day as well. Okay. Oh, Mama. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, it is interesting when the holidays come around, I think everybody turns into a little kid somewhere deep down there, right? Like yeah. the, the holidays are such a special time. So thank you for doing that for all of those single parents. Mm -hmm. And hit us with that website one more time if somebody's interested in getting involved. Yes, you can check out littlesantas.ca. Awesome. Thank you for coming in today. I love it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to be talking with Dale, the owner of Jeff's Auto Glass. Tell us about your new location. New location, but we're in the same building complex. Just moved four doors down into a new bay. So we're at uh, 15015 118th Avenue now. And why did you make the move? So basically with all of the new cars, with uh, lane departure, adaptive cruise, and forward collision alert, when you do a windshield, you have to calibrate that windshield. It's actually not the windshield being calibrated, it's the camera. That's actually the reason why we moved to the bigger location is so that we can uh, make sure that those windshields get calibrated properly uh, before a customer leaves. And you guys have been in business quite some time. Yeah, we've been in business since uh, 1983. How can people get a hold of you and where can they find you? Well, you can get a hold of us at uh, online at uh, Jeff's Auto Glass in Edmonton. Or you can give the shop a call at 780-451-5727. You can get quotes either way. And uh, our location is 15015 118th Avenue. The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.